Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Women's Intuition. You already know who it is by now. It's your girl Taylor. And it's your girl Lex. And we are back with episode episode six. six. Oh, can we know it? Good job, Yes. Uh, What's been up, girly? What has been up? I feel like I was with you this weekend, but... I had such an amazing weekend this weekend. Was it because you was with me? Yes, one day. Actually, it didn't even count. Tay was damn sleep half the time. Like, you was like, you was tired as fuck on Saturday. I wasn't sleeping half the time, bitch. I slept. It was one o'clock in the morning. We were there till like two. So half the time we were together, you were asleep. Like, but it was very late. No, I was not. We went, I was doing hair. You sat there with me while we while I did hair. We went out to eat. I didn't fall asleep while we was out to oh, eat. I forgot about the hair part. I was just yeah. thinking about the Dudley's part. No. And so I figured like Dudley's was like two hours, but then we stayed at Mojo House for like. Yes, it's like four hours. hours. Yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad, y'all. I'm just trying to get her back for that dusty car comment last week Ooh, so okay but um we did have a good weekend <laughs> y'all i've been this i'm telling y'all i just love fall so much okay this is when you get to do all these cute little movie nights we had a spooky movie night on friday mm-hmm. and you see i like this thing where i like subtweet on twitter about stuff that i want to do i think i was just like i really want to have a movie night with a little hookah and some friends nothing too much next thing you know i knew some people would see it so ty sees it she hits a mojo next thing you know we got a whole movie night going mm-hmm. and it was fun we watched some scary movies. They did the fire pit. We didn't have any marshmallows, mm-hmm. but we're going to run it back Friday. Okay. And then Saturday, we did it again at mm-hmm. Mojo's house. Shout out to Mojo. Yes. Um, actually to talking Mojo. to them, we talked a lot about the show. They really be watching now. Mm-hmm, They're like, yeah, oh, we want to talk about this one topic y'all did. So they mentioned that they feel some type of way when we be like, our friends are our homegirls. They'd be like, why don't y'all just say our name? And I'm like, I mean... Y'all not popping like that. No, right. I'm playing. And then, the people don't know y'all. So if yeah, they're like, like, who is that? Who is that? Yeah. Like, but yeah, shout out to Mojo for opening her house. And she has the perfect fall like movie night for house. For sure. So it was very fun. It was relaxing. Um, I did some shrooms there on Friday. Bitch, I was cracking up at that scary movie. Like, Ty had fell asleep up. on me. And bitch, I felt bad because I was like laughing. I was like, my bad. But that shit... Oh yeah, so um, besides that, been getting great feedback from last episode. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually been getting a, a lot of offers, and I just want to offers. I just want to make this clear. Oh, because you haven't had sex since the 30. lack of dick is not because I can't get it. <laughs> Period. Okay, I just don't want the dick that's on the table right now. The, the dick that I do want is the. The thing between me and him isn't going to go anywhere. So I'm tired of entertaining, getting fueled. You know how I get every time, like two days after I spend time with him, I'll be like, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, I'm I'm ready to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. So the lack is by choice. Period. Okay. Like, so but I, bitch. I appreciate the offers, <laughs> but I'm not that down bad. So um, it didn't help. never been down bad like that. It didn't help that the week before I was like, yeah, I'd pay for sex. They like, damn, bitch. Why you ain't paying for sex? <laughs> what? Something wrong with Pussy from uh, uh, oh, we know, yeah. I just saw a clip where that, that uh, happened okay. too. So, um, yeah, but what about you, Tay? Um, I feel like same, pretty much same thing. Instead of the movie night Friday, I went to a pool party. Ooh. I know it sounds crazy because it was like 70 degrees outside, but she actually has a heated pool, okay? So, that shit was fun as fuck. Did you get um, in the water? I did, okay. The fucking temperature, which was like 85. Which that shit was amazing. Um, the one I went to Miami with. So it's oh. like the little striped one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Not like that little lime green one you be having. It be all out in I that like lime the lime green. green one too, but I you think I'm tired to of the lime green. Oh, yeah, okay. and it was like, I just be feeling weird. But you can't when it walk two like, steps in that long lime green one. 
everything shaking. Sure, I'll be forgetting. I'll be like, damn, Tay. That is my friend. Them cheeks t- thicker than two thieves. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, I was bitch. holding on to that one for a But, um, so that was cool. And then Saturday, of course, you know, had a client. Mm-hmm. Um... What else we did? We went out to eat. Your games? You had some games Saturday? I, mean, I had Sunday? games Sunday. Okay, how'd they go? Okay. We lost bad. both games. My bad. Yeah. But it's okay <laughs> because the crazy thing is everybody... Walk, we So we played tournament teams. We're not a tournament team. Y'all okay. know we just... I just started with this team. So our tournament team is like really, really good? Like yes, they take it really like, serious? Like okay. they play like damn near almost every day. Like they go out of town, travel, they win money, like they win a lot of stuff for actually playing kickball. Okay. And we played them and like we didn't score on them, but like we literally held them to not scoring no more than like four runs. So like after the games, everybody at the park was like, "Bruh, y'all did good. Like okay. y'all should be proud of y'all selves." You know, yeah. like y'all, you know, y'all it sucks y'all didn't score, but defensively, we had a great fucking game. Mm-hmm. And my coach wasn't there, so like it was good for him to get compliments while he had a town like yeah. about how good his team is, mm-hmm. even though we ain't win, but we wasn't like mad about it. You know, like we walked off with the field with like our head up we was like okay you know what it is what it is okay cool so yeah i feel it Mm -hmm. anything else for the people um what else that's about it i think i'm really just enjoying the fall season approaching Mm -hmm. and you know i'm a fall girl like i'm a winter girl and i don't know if it's because the holidays but like my mom the other day, she was like, I'm ready to put up my tree. And I was like, this is where I get it from. You know this what is exactly where I get it from, bro. You know what it is for me? Fall is my favorite time to dress, too. Because it's all the mm-hmm, elements the of dressing that I like, mm-hmm. I can do in fall. You know, I love a fishnet or a tight. Mm-hmm. Love a combat boot. I feel most badass when I'm in some combat boots or, like, some kind of platform boots. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way in sandals or <laughs> sneakers. Like, you know, I'm not a sneaker girl, but I be feeling beanies. I love mm-hmm. a beanie moment. I, I can't just, wait to wear beanies this season. I can wear the bang again like i was like so yeah i'm, I'm enjoying the fall season for before sure. we do move on mm-hmm. i have had so many pleasant encounters lately with like complete strangers mm-hmm. um black people white people just randomly just like nice ass encounter like, like just shocking like i just be ready to mind my business with my headphones but people mm-hmm. have been really and i just wanted to say that because i complain about stuff a lot and you know you always hear about like crazy ass shit that people be doing like karens and all that mm-hmm. but i don't know if everybody's in a good mood but it's still it'd be some nice you know it's nice people out <coughs> there like you you meet some nice people so i just wanted to shout them out you know shout out to the nice people mm-hmm. okay yeah, i respect it <laughs> you kind ma'ams and sirs <laughs> i respect it okay you got an intuition this week my intuition this week um so i chilled with someone new Right. I chose with someone new, and I think that was my intuition was like, why not? When? So, where? Um, maybe How? It was like Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> like Monday or Tuesday. Oh, okay. But it's going to kind of get us, it's the inspiration for my like first topic. Okay. Okay. So, I want to talk about how age affects how you handle somebody or treat them when you're, like, courting them. Okay. Um, And I don't know if it affects guys as much as, like, um, women. Mm -hmm. But, um, so the guy is two years younger than me. Okay. 28, right? I keep finding myself, like, little boying him. And I don't mean to, like... 
Yeah. Like, kind of like, I mean, I'm not being disrespectful, but like, there's a lack of respect That's there. disrespectful. If he were like, not saying little boy, but like doing shit where mm-hmm. it's like, little, I think one like, time we were texting <coughs> and he just wasn't being forward enough. I'm like, so are you trying to hang or not? Like, he, he slick asked me, but didn't really. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I said you can pull up. I'm like, nigga, t- like, what time? Like, are you really trying to make it happen? And I was like, you you ain't really talking about shit. So just text me when you, I wouldn't have did that shit with a nigga that was old. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I find myself, um, <coughs> Being a little more rude because I know I'm older and taking being more dominant or whatever. <laughs> um, d- does that happen with you? Mm. With younger guys? I don't talk to younger guys. So, like, I don't know. No. I mean, but I think that's the reason why I don't talk to younger guys. Not to, like, be like, oh, my God, younger guys, like, they're just so kiddish or childish. But I do think, like, it's true. Women mature faster than boys, than guys. So I feel like naturally we're just naturally mature i feel like we've always got that like me growing up i've always gotten like you just more mature than a lot of people so like 27 year olds 28 year olds they not <clears throat> shit as mature as we are 24 year olds yeah like i feel like mentally f- somebody your level is gonna have to be like 32 like 33 or something like that so that's why i just can't not saying it ain't no young guy out there that's just not mentally capable because mm-hmm. i've talked to a younger guy but i just realized i'm connect more with older men so what about off of like first impression you meet somebody out he's fine he approaches <laughs> mm-hmm. you you've been eyeing him mm-hmm. turns out let's do a two age gap he's okay. 28 are you automatically being like, <laughs> no. no? Okay. I feel like it's really your personality. Like, uh-huh. if you do one thing, though, then yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, that's that's that young shit. Right, you be real strict like, on the yeah, young nigga. I do, but I ain't finna do that. Like, I feel like it be it just it's this certain stuff. Like you said, older men are more direct. Mm-hmm. I feel like dealing with the younger man, they're not really as direct yeah. if that makes sense and like, I mean they're, older men are very much still ain't shit just right. like young all niggas men ain't shit. so it's not that but it's yeah. just a, no um, <laughs> it's just like a, um, I don't know it's a maturity thing I think like, it's a I maturity thing I really yeah. think it's true I'm not that saying I age. think an old nigga is just gonna treat me perfect exactly. hell no them niggas set in their like, I can give you a list of problems de- dealing mm-hmm. with old niggas they won't change they set in their ways they think they know everything Yeah, they won't stop playing R. Kelly like it's a lot of stuff these I don't like about old niggas but like <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I felt myself doing that. Even though, like, us chilling was more so, like, I knew it was for fun. I didn't want anything from this nigga. I wanted mm-hmm. to hang out. I wanted to smoke, you know, kiss a little. And we did, you mm-hmm. know. But I was and just like. And that's some young nigga shit, you yeah. know. Like I did. I just wanted to make. I mean, I wasn't trying to fuck him. Yeah. So, I mean, what? If we <laughs> fucked, it would be grown nigga shit. Like, I don't. <laughs> I just feel like a nigga just like, oh, pull up. Like, let's make out. It's like. There are no <laughs> intentions there. You know, like, it's just like on some. But I also didn't want to go out with him. Mm. You know I me. Mean? I legit was like, I want to watch scary movies. So we, I wanted to watch scary movies and mm-hmm. smoke and hang out we ended up getting a bottle mm-hmm. it was a lot of elements to it bitch like outside elements to it what that i'm mean? gonna talk about off of camera okay gotcha there was a lot of people there like okay that's that young yeah. nigga shit <laughs> exactly like you telling me more and more why they're like oh not to interrupt the movie can we get a shot of y'all done i'm like what the fuck no like, it's for me and my nigga right like, <laughs> but um also apparently he went to my school and he was a couple grades younger. i think that knowing that too he was in tori's grade mm. so associating him with my cousin's that's age weird. i'm also like but you know he was tall. He was cute. He was, like, I, I was just about to say. So what attracted you towards him? Like, was it physical? So you know what the thing is, we had already we had been following each other on like Instagram, and I went over to 
my homegirl's homegirl's house, who I also know from mm. high school. And I walk in, and this nigga said, I didn't know he was her brother. Okay. And he was like, oh, well, well, well. And I'm like, at so-and-so, so-and-so? Like, and so we saw each other. I'm like, oh, okay. So we were, mm-hmm. like, smoking, but around a bunch of people. And then... um that made us Instagram a little bit more okay. like, and then I was like, well, I'm watching scary movies. He was like, uh, you allowed to come watch scary movie here anytime. And I'm like, okay, well nigga today, like, what are we talking about? Young nigga shit. No, but yeah, girl. Stop. So I, I tried chilling <laughs> with someone new and, um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I feel like stick to the older niggas because <laughs> these younger niggas ain't shit, honestly. I don't know what niggas I want, bro. Yeah, that's true. Let's go. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, next topic, speaking of dating and relationships, security in a relationship. Like, how important is that to you? Do you feel like um, your partner should give you security? Like, should he do things to give you that security in a relationship or should you just, you know, kind of get into the relationship automatically feeling secure? Like, I trust him. I should feel secure. He don't really got to do nothing for me to feel secure. Um, I feel like the second way would give you the best outcome. Like, mm-hmm. coming in already secure about yourself. Because mm-hmm. if you go in already super insecure, you already know you finna be like, what pictures this nigga like? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. But also, sometimes I think, I don't want to say it's too good to be true. But, like, I feel like, I don't know if I'll ever feel um 100% like self evolved right mm-hmm. doesn't mean that i don't deserve to have like something right so um i say that to say that i have been very like psycho in situations that i've had that's part of why For i'm sure. not dealing with anybody right mm-hmm. i don't like the person that i turn into yeah. when i'm dealing when with somebody man when instagram had that little tab where you could see so and so started following so and so so and so just like eight of this bitch pictures Bruh, my sanity took a hit. Okay. I was ju- I was not okay. I was not okay. Um, so shit like that. That me being insecure in the situation, you know, didn't really help. So I do think that you should definitely be secure. Now I do think that your partner should I don't think they should be responsible for your security. But I do think that they should, like, aid in it. You know, like, don't purposely do some, like, crazy-ass shit. Like, you know? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I agree. I feel like you should definitely just be secure as a person when getting into a relationship. So I feel like that kind of makes you more secure in your relationship. But I do feel like when you get into a relationship, like, your partner should be open to doing things that make you feel secure. Like, like I feel like being honest is a really top thing to make you feel secure. Like, mm-hmm. say, for example, you got a lot of friends of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And, like, coming into a situation. Or say you cool with your ex or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you get into a new situation and, like, say your homeboy hits you up or, like, your ex hits you up. If you wasn't honest with your partner up front about stuff like that, like, hey, I got a lot of homeboys, you know, like, or... Me and my ex, we kind of still talk. Mm-hmm. If they didn't know that, you would be like, who the fuck calling your phone yeah. at 8 o'clock at night, you know? Yeah. But I feel like if your partner didn't give you those things to trust about you, you would be insecure. Now, it does also depend on the guy mm-hmm. because you remember I was up front with my ex about sleeping with my best friend. It was one time mm-hmm. in 2018. I was blackout drunk. I can't even remember if it was good. I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. If it was good, I might spend the block. You already know. So, um, but, but I think, but I no, told him that. To yeah. And you know how that ended up. But I think it's because he wasn't secure getting into the relationship. I also don't think that he was secure either. Exactly. So it was too insecure. So I feel like you have to be secure getting into the relationship. It's yeah. the only way that you'll even like trust what your partner telling you, you know? 
Because would you if would you want to know? Yeah. If they had never, it kind of reminds me of like when we talked about last week, like, do you mm-hmm. want to know details or do you want to know if you would never find out? If there was never anything between this nigga and his ex again and they were just friends now, you would still want to know like, I feel like they it, fucked one time? Yeah, it's happened to me. Like, I think I would have kept it to Going forward, I'm keeping that shit to myself. I mean, I'm, it I'm, depends on the person. I feel like if you know your partner can't handle it, then maybe don't deal with it. But I yeah. literally was in a, a situation where like, it was me, my nigga, and his homegirl. And we used to all hang out. Mm-hmm. And, like, weeks later, before we got together, he was like, you know, I'm going to tell you straight up, like, me and old girl fucked before. I feel like that's because y'all was about to hang out. I don't see a situation no, we where we were already me hanging and- out. I would. Oh. I had already met this girl. Like, I, we were already doing events together. And he was mm. like, you know, I'm going to just let you know. Nothing happened. He just felt comfortable to tell me, like, me and yeah. old girl fucked before, you know. And I literally didn't feel nothing because now if i would have if i knew there was gonna be situations where i had my best friend in Mm -hmm. his face or around each other oh totally would have told but they never met i didn't see a situation with them meeting i'm Mm -hmm. like i feel like i just offered up that that information information, shot myself and like what was the point yeah that nigga ain't offering up random bitches he used to fuck like Mm -hmm. oh well this is my best friend but i used to try to talk to her but she wasn't fucking with it so now i settled for a friend he ain't tell me all that Mm -hmm. so i don't know is that what happened um. Well. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, why does nigga uh was on the podcast page and liked one of our reels? I said block. That was my intuition. <laughs> you blocked him. Yes. Damn. We lost a follower. <laughs> Fuck. <that>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I go. Can you block people from YouTube? Shit. I don't know. I don't even see nah. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> what well, we Hell got? Nah. Okay. We about to get into my favorite subject. Sex. Yeah, some oh. kinky shit. Um, so the other day, remember when we was at uh, the Wilson's house and mm-hmm. I was getting up to go and I got up and it turns out I sat on a piece of cake? Yes. It had me thinking about like this kink, right? Okay. Did you know that there's an actual kink called cake sitting? No. Yes. It's like, a kink for everything. There's people that will see. pay girls to sit like, like on camera mm-hmm. to like sit on a cake or even like to pop a balloon with their butts or whatever Mm. so i was like "Ooh, this is giving me some inspiration so um yeah so that was cake sitting i was gonna have a whole definition for y'all but let me get into the more interesting stuff um splashing is another kink what do you think it is like splashing okay like water splashing on you or something or like what liquid some type of liquid pouring being poured on you okay Close. Okay. Splashing is all about making a mess with food. Okay. That wasn't very close. Um, People with this food fetish get sexual excitement from watching someone cover themselves with or play in copious amounts of food. Some are turned on by like the tactile sensation and smell of the food against their own body as well. I don't like that. (laughs) So no splashing. Mm -mm. Could you see it with like some syrup, some honey? Like, you know those videos, like R&B videos where, like, the bitches used to drip themselves in mm-hmm. honey? That was hot. No? Mm, I mean, I guess. I don't know. All right, I okay. wasn't fucking with it. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. Um, feederism, another food fetish with a worldwide... There's a worldwide community, apparently. Mm-hmm. So this kink involves someone sexually aroused by feeding someone vast amounts of food or watching them devour it and the mm-hmm. resulting weight gain that goes with it. Mm. Um... Yeah, so they said that this ties into BDSM. Mm. And um, only if the weight gain is so extreme that the person doing the eating requires help for 
daily tasks of living. Mm-hmm. So when you think of like, you know, when people be like, how am I single? But these 600 pound life people got men or whatever. It's because it's a fetish. They probably got a fetish. Yeah. And that kind of ties into, so my friends, I, my friends tend to come to me about advice about like kinky shit. Mm-hmm. It's never for inspirational words or anything. It's always kinky shit. So I had a homegirl who was like, Alexis, this is the text message. Mm-hmm. I have a weird kink where I like slash want to stuff my mouth with yummy food and then be stuffed with a dick in my pussy. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Right. Oh, after what? during. Uh during. So oh, she wants no. she wants to be like shoving food into her mouth oh, while she's weird. getting fucked. Right. Okay. I thought it was weird. And then I was like, oh, okay. She said like a mukbang, but with sex. <laughs> I was like, mukbang. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it reminded me of that. And then um, have you heard of a rainbow kiss? I know you've heard of that. A rainbow kiss? I heard it before. What do you think it is? I'm trying to remember. Does it got something to do with like? You want to say gay people? No, uh, like pee or something like that. Um, you're not that far off. Okay, so, shitting or something. No, shower. Mm-mm. So a rainbow kiss. I should have got the actual definition, but I know what it is. Not. I have never done this, but a rainbow kiss is when a guy goes down on you while you're on your period, and then he mm-hmm. comes up. It's kind of like snowballing, but mm-hmm. with blood. So he does that and then he kisses you and you guys exchange the blood back and forth versus snowballing where a guy comes in your mouth and then you put it in his mouth and that's snowballing. I don't like that. Why is that a thing? It's a thing. It's a real thing. Uh, probably not. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think like we should be doing that. Is it like the first? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Y'all bitches is nasty. (laughs) Have you ever done hot dogging? What? Now that used to be fun back in the day, hot dogging. What is hot dogging? And why back in the day? Why do you know about hot dogging back in the day? Not too far back in the day. Before I was fucking, you know when you do everything else before you start fucking? Like so hot so hot dogging is like when like um basically he just rubs his dick in between your cheeks. Mm-mm. No. No. What okay. was it? High school? Yeah. Mm-mm. You needed a whooping. Yeah. I <laughs> I needed a father. You need See. I ain't say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, uh, well, we get into our segment, Wild or Wild Night. Mm-hmm. Um, wild or Wild Night? A nigga acting weird. Another bitch is involved. Um, Wild Night, this is factual. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always my assumption. You think that's true? I mean, I know... Technically, a hundred oh. is not going to be true hundred oh, percent of the okay. time. Niggas go, niggas go through shit. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times when these niggas be like, "I got a lot going on," their favorite bitch done came back, or I don't know. A lot of times it do be another bitch because they don't niggas don't be knowing how to like cut shit off. Mm-hmm. I never had a nigga cut shit off of me. I mean, I think that's true, but I think niggas be going through shit more than we think, bruh. Because look at look at us. We not about to when we be going through shit. We not telling this nigga we going through shit, bruh. We just slowly start acting weird as fuck. Yeah. I feel like niggas be on the same shit. I think they're And I feel like acting weird. I feel like even when a nigga don't want to fuck with you no more, he's still not going to act weird. Like, he's still going to be hitting you up. But sometimes, sometimes when niggas stop liking you, sometimes they just start being like a little mean. Or they're always irritated with you. I ain't never had a nigga stop liking me. Oh, damn. (laughs) 
mean, I ain't never. I mean, I, let me not say that, but I never had like a nigga like acting weird, like switch up. You know, I have, but it's always been like relationships. Like mm. me and my ex started like hating each other, mm. like, but we still was just doing our Riding thing. Around. We was yeah. just there to be there. Yeah, and yeah, he would get irritated at like every fucking thing, and me too, to him too. Mm-hmm. So, and um. I don't know if it was another bitch. What's being but... irritated though? Like, I feel like that's mean. Like, that's why I said niggas get mean. Yeah, it was I mean. Never, my feelings will be hurt, bitch. Girl, they would be. <laughs> but also, I was on some like, you know, I, I emotionally clock out of a relationship mm-hmm. too before I actually like leave. So that's mm-hmm. why that's where I'm also coming from because I've been in those shoes. Like, I start acting funny. Sometimes it do be another nigga. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I agree. I mm. yeah okay. I Bobby don't get. Just niggas do be going through some shit, bro. You be shocked. Okay. And niggas so closed off. I would be shocked. Okay, next topic. Let me go into it. I don't like your notes, you guys. So I'm going to go into my topics. Do you think children should know their parents struggle so they would understand the value of money or the value of a dollar? I actually was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, So Shameless, and they was talking about this. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Um... Even though we ain't got kids. I mean, it definitely depends on the age. Mm -hmm. Um, And it depends on how bad you're struggling. If you're struggling so bad that the kid's going to notice, like, why I go back to school and all the other kids got all this new shit and they making fun of me and so that your kid doesn't think they're just bad. Like, so I've always wondered, am I going to tell my kids about Santa too? Mm -hmm. Because then you got to think, like, if poor kids believe in Santa, not to say poor, but, like, if, like, less fortunate children believe in Santa... And they're not getting as much as other kids. What does that do internally? Are they thinking they're bad? Mm-hmm. Like when really mommy and daddy just can't afford it. It doesn't mean you're bad, but they're taught like Santa's basically going to bless you if you've been good all year. So um, it just it depends on the severity. I feel like if you're super broke to where the kid needs to know for his or her like feelings or to understand why they're different, mm-hmm. then I would say, yeah. And then you tailor it to their age. You don't have to go into detail, but um ideally i would love to shield my kids from that so that they don't really know so Mm -hmm. what about you yeah i feel like they don't have to know your struggle like i feel like you could teach them the value of a dollar without them knowing a struggle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i feel like even just going back to like our own personal experiences like if my parents struggle bitch i don't know you know because they never like I feel like that's something a child should not have to worry about. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's not a burden that your parents should place on you. Like no matter how much of a struggle you're going through, because depending on the child, that'll like stick with them. And then they feel like they got to take care of their family. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of kids are like that, especially growing up like in the hood or just like less fortunate, like them knowing their parents struggled or struggling. I feel like that puts a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. um, When I think of my personal experience, I think for the beginning, for the beginning of the years, I was in like every sport, karate, uh, horseback riding, like everything. Mm -hmm. So I would have never thought that we were struggling, but I think it wasn't until, um, I had graduated college that I found out that I went to my aunt's house and stayed with her for like eighth grade. That's when I first came to Conyers was mm-hmm. eighth grade because I had to go stay with my aunt's house. I thought it was because I was bad as fuck. Apparently, um, for a few of those months, my mom was like living out of her car. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that as an adult now, I'm like, wow, like. Maybe I was still bad as fuck, but it's crazy that in my mind I'm going because I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was to protect me from knowing what Definitely was really going on. You. Right. Mm-hmm. But also, what if I would have internalized that? 
So you never really know if you're making the good uh, a good choice. So I didn't internalize it and I didn't think of it like I'm bad. So my mom doesn't want me and she gave me away, luckily. Mm-hmm. But I think it could have been really easy for me to draw that confusion, like mm-hmm. to take it personal and be like, wow, my mom's tired of me. So she's sending me to my aunt's when really she's just trying to get her shit together, you know? So it dep- I just you never know how your children are going to take things. So it's like, it's hard to know, bro. That shit's hard. It is hard. But I feel like I'm going to definitely protect my kids. Like, like Mm -hmm. I said, my parents definitely protected me and my siblings when it came to just like, we wasn't, and we were not, we were very far from sheltered, Mm -hmm. you know? But like, I ain't saying my parents was like, had money, but like, I didn't know, you know, like Mm -hmm. they definitely made sure we didn't know about stuff like that. But they also made us understand the worth of a dollar, you know? So I feel like you can go about it in the same way. Like you can still teach them, you know, like money don't just, it grow off trees, but it don't just grow off trees. Like I can't just go to the backyard and just, you want something, I can give it to you. So they made us like work for what we wanted too, you know? Yeah. I just, I've seen it backfire and it's crazy because I could talk about my sibling, Mm -hmm. right? Me and him say mom, you know, we both, internalize things differently Mm -hmm. so with my older sibling when we used to live in chicago my mom wanted to move back to georgia to basically better opportunities and stuff like that he begged and begged to stay he wanted to finish high school he's only ever known chicago Mm -hmm. he didn't want to leave also he was like i could stay with my aunt and uncle my aunt and uncle were very and still are very very well off so and my mom said she's like Okay, I, I would love for my son to stay with me, but he wants to stay here and it would be easier for me. And if anything, he would have a better day to day living life than both me and his little sister. So she did that. And to this day, my brother can't let it go. He thinks that I'm my mom's favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've worked through it now which is why I'm comfortable talking about it. But, you know, we had a, a very big rift in between us. And to him, he don't remember the part where he was begging to stay. And he don't understand that from my mom's point of view. You know, my mom's always done it by herself. So it just so happened, like, it, it seemed like a better opportunity. And mm-hmm. honestly, she would have loved for him to come. But yeah. it, it wouldn't it didn't work out that way. So now him, as an adult, at, what, 40-something now, he, to this day, there's this little thing between him and my mom where he feels abandoned. And it's like, maybe if she would have back then explained to him, I'm letting you stay because you want to. Also, it's easier for me. You know, maybe mm-hmm. he would have internalized it different. But to this day, I think my brother is really, um, I think he he struggles with it. I don't yeah. want to go into it, but I think Internally. that he struggles with that. Mm-hmm. And that's just two different ways where my mom shielded both of us mm-hmm. and we just reacted to it differently. So it's just, it's really hard to tell. Yeah, you know? I think being I think growing up around like love probably made it mm-hmm. like a influence, too, because I feel like you growing up with your, yeah. your aunt, like I've seen you around your aunt and your cousins. My like, cousins are like siblings. Right. So, yeah, I so I feel like that matters. Like maybe mm-hmm. if you didn't grow up around family who loved you or like you felt neglected, you probably would like yeah. trigger that. You know, that would be triggered for you. So yeah. maybe your brother didn't grow up in the same like loved environment that you did. Yeah. I th- yeah. One thing I can't say about my aunt and uncle, they're great. And I remember mm-hmm. them being very affectionate when I was little. But they're not the most affectionate yeah. people, you know? And then my brother, I mean, it's Chicago. So mm-hmm. he's getting caught up in the wrong crowd. He ended up, you know, getting in trouble with in law enforcement, right. stuff like that. And so that he probably just, made it. He had a completely different mm-hmm. upbringing. And I think that sometimes he needs somewhere to, he doesn't watch this thing because I'm putting on his stuff right now. But I think that sometimes you just need somebody to blame and it's easy yeah. to blame a parent. That you your know? life went wrong, basically. Or yeah. not even wrong, just like in a different path than you probably yeah, intended for it Maybe he thinks if, you would, if I would have stayed with you, mm-hmm. my life would have Completely, you know, so you yeah. just never know how. So I, it's hard. It's so it's really hard for me to answer mm-hmm. that one. 
Yeah. Um, but kind of on the same uh, topic of family, I was wondering... I, you know, I don't know if I want to get married. I don't know how I feel about marriage. I mm-hmm. think that marriage itself isn't enticing to me, but I think that I want to meet somebody to where I'm like, oh, I do want it. Like, you know, I think yeah. once I meet that person, that's what's going to get me excited about mm-hmm. marriage. But right now I'm just like, I can or I, I, or not. You know, I'm, I'm okay without it. Um, and so whenever I talk to people about that or like married people, um, they're always asking me like, what are you like? What are you scared about? What What are you worried about? And this topic came up when I was talking to my married friend. And um, are you allowed to have secrets when you're married? Mm, yeah, I think so. Are you sure? I think if it's based around your relationship, no. But like, you what can't tell me secrets? I can keep a secret about my sister from five years ago. Okay, so like, family, but like about you. Yes. You can have secrets? Like, say you had some type of like, maybe like something happened to you. Just say like rape or something like that, God mm-hmm. forbid. You don't want to relive that telling somebody that. Like, you probably already went through it, healed through it, or maybe you haven't, but you're just not in a space where you want to tell somebody. But I feel like it's pushed so much with marriage. Like, you guys become one. Like, you guys just... You know, you should tr- you should lean on each other. You mm-hmm. should trust each other with this. And I could see a married person. If I found out my husband had like this big secret, I think I might be hurt. I don't know. But I, like, would it affect you? Like, I, I can see if it's something that would affect y'all's life. Like mm-hmm. y'all's like, say she had a procedure where she couldn't have kids. That's mm-hmm. not a secret you should probably keep from your husband. But That's like, true. like I said, if it's something like. A rape or just something if you tragic. Found out your, if you found out your husband uh, hid uh, paying for some pussy, would that be a bad secret to keep? No, keep that shit. Because <laughs> if you don't, well, this shit probably dead and over. So, like, that's some shit you keep taking to the grave. Like, okay. yes, but I feel like, like I said, the thing about not having kids or, like, something that can affect y'all's relationship, mm-hmm. I don't think you should keep that as a secret. Because even like, um, you know, I like to journal. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious where my journals are going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I might have to have like a storage locker or a unit that he doesn't know. Like, I just don't trust keeping my journals from years. I go into detail yeah. about the shit I didn't I, I, but I want to keep them mm-hmm. to read them back when like Alzheimer's and shit runs in my family. <laughs> yeah, um, I've accepted it. Uh, or maybe it's dementia. Either way, I want to be reading my shit back. Like, oh, that was crazy. Like, you know, I just I like keeping track. You know, I take a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. I just really like to have my memories. I wouldn't feel comfortable keeping my journals in the house, married or not. Like, and I think that's a good secret. Like, you okay. know, like that's. I think it's ideal that we want to tell our partner everything, which mm-hmm. I feel like maybe like ninety. 90- six percent or maybe even like 98 percent you probably should Mm -hmm. but i feel like if you have things that are like sacred to you that you know won't affect your relationship your family y'all if y'all got kids your marriage why can't you not keep it to yourself like okay now if they were to ask somehow they if they ask okay that's different like you gotta tell you gotta tell them like at this point you lying see i I don't know you lying now that's true but like damn there go my secret i mean there it go but (laughs) i'd rather tell you the truth and then what you find out and then it's like so you lied to me after all these years Right, a nigga find out what what's this key on this key ring for? Right, it's to your oh, lockbox or all your fucking journals. <laughs> you got a storage unit. Why the fuck you got? Yeah. We've been married. We done joined all our asses. I told, I even the fact where like women be like hiding their purchases from mm-hmm. like like their packages. Like I got to get home before my husband That's sees his package secret. and shit like that. That's, and I'm, I'm like, like damn, secrets. I can't even order some shit without a nigga breathing down my back. <laughs> 
Like shit. Yeah. I don't know. So what do you think? Do you think you should keep secrets or no? I I I don't, which okay. is one of the things that scares me about marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that once you guys do have that union, there's I don't know the exact words I'm looking for right now, but I think that there's a level of transparency and you know. Your finances are my finances. Your problems are my problems. That's like stuff like that for, for sure. Tell for me. better health. Uh, uh, that's, better health. That's the um, better help. <laughs> <laughs> that's the therapy thing. Yeah. Give us a sponsorship. <laughs> but you know, for all that stuff, I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, ideally, I don't think anybody's like, yeah, you can keep secrets in a marriage. When you think about it, it's like, okay, maybe some. Mm-hmm. But the overall picture of marriage is. We know everything about each other. I mean, I think that's ideally, that's ideal. I think everybody will want that. But I think like people have past and maybe dark past, you know, and like. So you want to feel some type of way if you found out your husband was keeping some kind of secret from you. It depends on what it is. Like, it literally depends. Like, if his dad was like an alcoholic all his life and I didn't know about it, I can't get mad at you for that, for not telling me that. But then you're like, wait, when you do find out, you're like, wait. You sent our kids to be babysat by your dad and he been an alcoholic for your whole life? And then that's different, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's completely different. So, like, bitch, I don't know. It is what it is. Okay. But, yeah, I'm... You know how I feel about me still being me within yeah. a marriage. That's why I'm, I struggle with that a little bit. Guys, <laughs> someone just commented, immediately subscribed. Okay, Ooh, Shauna not Clayton. immediately. Yes, girl. Hey, Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next topic, Lex. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you believe that people can be good in one aspect or role of their life, but not so good in another? Like, for example, do you think a woman can maybe, like, be a good mom, but not a good friend? Mm -hmm. Or, like, a good girlfriend, but not a good mom, you know? Oh, definitely. Okay. I think that goes back to, um, I can think of a lot of cases, but more recently, you know, these situations where men are like getting tried for like rape or like mm-hmm. terrible things. And then these other celebrities are writing these character witness statements yeah. and they're like, he's been, he's a great father. Mm-hmm. He's a great husband. I've never seen him like that. And it's like, you know, you don't really, everybody doesn't see those bad sides of you. So mm-hmm. I definitely think that that's possible. Most definitely. Yeah. I think... I would say more people are better in other aspects within their lives in a relationship. Yeah, I, I'm an amazing friend. Yeah. I think I'm a great, I'm, I'm considerate. Mm-hmm. I'm very understanding. You I'm forgiving. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was high praise. Um, I'm forgiving, all that stuff. I'm patient. Mm-hmm. Um, kind. Kind. I am kind. <laughs> Shout out to us kind folks again. Um, niggas though. Mm-hmm. They're not, they not going to tell you I'm that. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. In a relationship. Patient? Oh, yeah. Kind? For sure. Like, You're not. In mm-mm. the beginning. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so sweet. I'm so sweet. But, but like once the you second fuck up. In, yeah. Once, no, once you fuck up. <laughs> I'm not going back to that. Yeah. So, no, they're not going to tell you that I'm forgiving because I'm not. I hold shit over niggas' heads mm-hmm. when I probably should have just cut them off because, you know, I don't know how to forgive people and yeah. move on. But sometimes I just hold it over their heads. And so they're they going to be like, nah, she don't know how to let shit go. Yeah. She's impatient. She, yeah, mm-mm. she's mm-hmm. strict. I'm yeah. not that way with my friends strict. at all. Yeah, I'm not that way with my friends what at all. What you mean strict? With niggas, I'm very, I think I'm very strict with niggas. Like, so they do something and you like cutting them off? Or you okay, mean maybe strict like they can't do shit? Strict like cutting them off. So okay. I'm quick to block a nigga. Okay. We know that. Yeah. And so I'm feeling some type of way and then I unblock them mm-hmm. to open that line of communication back up. But yeah, a lot, niggas, yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of what role am I better in than the other. I would say, mm, 
I feel like I do feel like I'm a great friend. Mm-hmm. I could be a better friend. I feel like when it comes to like, like I feel like my friends, y'all are very like, um, I pay attention to things, mm-hmm. but y'all are. I don't know the word that I'm looking for. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. like, and I feel like I'm patient, but y'all are more patient. Yeah. You know? I think that uh, we're friends with a lot of thoughtful people. Mm-hmm. And it's not that you're not thoughtful. You just, you're doing so much stuff and it's n- it's never intentional. Yeah. But you might forget things or maybe like you, it's just never intentional. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like I want to be more intentional when it comes to like my friendships. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I do feel like I have a circle where they are very intentional. So I would say... I feel like, honestly, when I'm in a relationship, I'm a better girlfriend than friend. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I haven't, bro, I haven't seen that in a minute. I, I know, haven't seen either. relationships. I'm but like, it's just, I'm so soft and just like, you know, like willing to mm-hmm. just provide, provide as far as like not financially, you know, but just like yeah. take care and do things that's like girlfriend shit, you know? But I feel like I do have a lot of men in my life that are horrible partners, but they are great friends too. Like, we see that all the time. Great niggas, dads, niggas be terrible boyfriends. Terrible boyfriends. But amazing friends. Yes. Like, I'm like, damn break my up, homeboy I'm like, shit. damn, you a good ass homeboy. Shit, right. we should just say homeboys, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I see my homeboys in relationships and I'm like, you don't treat your bitch like you be treating us. Like, why you treat them like shit? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, should I be your friend? But I'm like, you a really good friend. Are you, you trying know? to fuck me? And, or just like my, I have a lot of homeboys who are fathers. They're all really good fathers, you mm-hmm. know. But it's like, you be telling me your baby mama ain't shit, but you ain't shit. Right. So it's like, I do feel like people can be like good in one role in their lives, then mm-hmm. like. In another role. Most definitely. So that's kind of brings me into mind. Um, mm-hmm. How much do you think that somebody's past affects how you view them? Like as a good person? Um, I'm a considerate, but I'm not going to like hold it against you. So you found out. So, so there's different ways we can look at it. Mm-hmm. You find out a guy is like a serial cheater. Mm-hmm. Is that going to affect you wanting to pursue something with him? Or are you more of so that's the past? It might be different with me. I'm a considerate. Like I'm not going to like take it out of my head but like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like okay you know maybe this nigga just going through some shit or mm-hmm. maybe he secure now because i do feel like cheating is a you thing mm-hmm. not a yo ex thing you know yeah. what i mean so like maybe this nigga didn't heal you know like let's try it out but like the first time you give me one red flag mm-hmm. about cheating that shit did okay. but like i would give you i'll give you a chance i think i'd be a no okay i, I might still like we could do a situation you know i could we could do a situation mm-hmm. i'm not taking you serious as like a partner okay what about um like a friend mm-hmm. who did something really grimy to her old best friend would mm-hmm. you be wary to get into a friendship with this girl once you find out how she did her but be- i girl that shit affects me i'm gonna watch my i'm kind of going through sure. that shit really <laughs> yeah not with y'all, but I know, duh. We talked about we've talked about the person. Wait, huh? Like how she, yeah, was talking to one of your exes. No, but like, oh. no, I, said, I didn't say anything about exes. Oh. But she like I said, if a best friend like if she did something grimy to her ex best friend, or like maybe she's steady talking shit about them to mm. you, or yeah, and then I'm I'm gonna sit there and be like. I'm not, I don't want to tell oh, you yeah, shit. Like, sure. I don't really... Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to keep you currently, at arm's length. Yeah. You're saying currently? Because, mm-hmm. like, if you currently talking shit to me about your friend, heck no, I don't want to yeah. be friends with you. But, like, you know, say I just met you, we vibing. Maybe say you a co-worker and, like, mm-hmm. we get cool and maybe, you know, you up front and you tell me this story. Like, hey, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, my ex is, like, my friend's ex, too. 
Like, I could maybe consider to mm -hmm. give you a chance, but if this is a current thing that you're talking about your old ex-best friend or current friend to me about, yeah, heck no. Yeah, I'm dealing with that, but I'm just keeping her out of arm's length. Yeah. I'm like, you know. I've had a friend like that, too. Like, they just, every time I'm with them, they talk about their other friends. And I'm like, bitch, I'm definitely not telling you no shit about me because mm -hmm. what? Right. <laughs> like, and they be unsolicited. I'm yes. like, damn. I'm like, nobody stop? asked you nothing. Right. This was like, this was not trigger. You shit. just gave this information. So I, I'm just keeping yeah. my eye on that. Okay, so let's do another one. Um, You find out somebody was abusive in their past. No, I can't do it. You can't do I'm that. I'm sorry. Okay, what Too about... Too much of a trigger. Some shit like, uh, you know, the world's kind of forgiven Drea. But what if you found out a girl had went out of town and left her kid hungry at home and a police, the police had to get involved? Would that affect how you look if it was years ago? What, she, what for what? Over an, a nigga? What she leave her kid for? She just went to Miami to party. He, uh, bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you found somebody, actually, ooh, I don't want to say who, are not in check. I remember I knew somebody close to yes, me had a friend I thought about. who was a terrible mom. Yes. And I'm just like, fuck. Now, you know what? If you a terrible parent, I don't know if I could be friends with you. Yeah. I was like, mm, it really had me judging her. Like, yeah. you giving your baby five melatonins and mm -hmm. leaving her at home while you go party all night. Like, I'm looking at you like, I don't like that. And also, <laughs> I'm like, should I call somebody? <laughs> right. Like, CPS or something? I don't want to be a snitch, but this, and I, you know, I know the system is going to be worse for a baby than that. But still, mm. like, that just don't seem right. Would it be worse? Yeah, I done met some kids in the city. The system is tough. The system is tough. And it's a but lot like, of homes they put you in where you're dealing with some way worse shit. Like, motherfuckers touching you. That's, that's so, true. But shit, or at least you, go to the grandma. Yeah, like, so, go, but you getting left in the car? That's like... Girl, that's something like, that's worse. Girl, did I show you that there was a TikTok that some a stranger did? You told me. Where she was like, y'all, look, somebody done left their baby in a car. And it was yo, the person you knew. That's I was crazy. Like, Bruh. Yeah, I, it's so crazy. Last night I was talking to my homeboy and I forgot what we was talking. Oh, we was just like, yeah, this bitch trying to get drunk. But um, we were just like talking about like, damn, we do got a lot of homeboys that got kids and they good ass dads. And he really was like, bruh, Tay, if any of our homeboys was not good dads, we would not be fucking with them niggas. Like mm -hmm. we would literally be on some shit. Why you hanging with us? But you not hanging with your kids, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like that's being a good friend. Mm -hmm. You know, like you... Making sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Is being a good friend. This is true. So. I definitely agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Somebody's past definitely affects how I kind of view them or mm -hmm. handle them moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I feel it. Um, so, that's it for the topics. Okay. Uh, have you been watching anything? Um, reading anything? Anything new? Listening I have to not. Oh, listening Drake. Like a podcast. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Slow your <roll. laughs> I'm like, for sure, Drake. Um, okay. Nah, I feel like I just been watching old shit. Of course. Nothing new. I okay. don't know if it, any new shows came out. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um. So I watched Malignant with Old Boy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a scary movie scary. that came out a couple years ago where it okay. seemed like it was going to be the scariest movie in the world. That shit was so fucking trash. Like Everything trash to you, I bitch. wouldn't even give it 2 out of 10 stars. Oh, it was like 1.5 out of 10 stars. But it was so bad. Um... I just finished watching the new Boogeyman on Hulu today. That was actually pretty good. Um, we watched the autopsy of Jane Doe at mm -hmm. uh, Mojo's house the other night. It was really good, actually. Okay. And it was a plot that I haven't seen before like that. And so it was actually really good. So watch that. Watch that. And um, Not me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm caught up with Love is Blind. Oh, yeah, I am caught up with that. Okay. That's so good. It's so messy. It is messy. Oh, actually, um, two minutes. There's some drama that's going on with Love is Blind. So they were saying, you know, so I saw it on TikTok. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know how there's not that many couples this season on Love uh-huh. is Blind? That's because somebody named like Tran Dang, it's a girl, she's like Asian or something. And um, she's doing a lawsuit against Love is Blind. Because how they torture be torturing them. That and um, apparently the person that she like linked up with, her husband, mm-hmm. uh, essentially engaged her fiance. Yeah. I mean, um, when they were in Mexico, Apparently, like, he kept groping her. She was telling him to stop. He kept exposing himself to her. She Like, he wasn't stopping. And she was like, and they were filming and nobody was stopping it. And when I complained about it, they didn't do anything about mm. it. So a lot of stuff had to be taken out mm. of Love is Blind while they're going through the litigation process. But I was just like, damn. That's why it's not that many couples. Yeah. It's like two. Only two is there yeah, right now. That's so, so they weird. had to, I guess they had to take out scenes with her. Like, mm. they just, yeah. So they were another couple that made it to Mexico, but they couldn't they use any of it. Yeah, so gotcha. but um other than that, you know, nothing too crazy. Okay, well what about music? I feel like we all been playing the same shit. So, so my MySpace song would definitely be Drake. Okay. Same. And to all you haters out there, sorry, there's something in my eye. So this is not the good time for me to um give this message. Uh <laughs> yeah. Drake. My favorite song I would say is um Polar Opposites. Okay. Uh I love a song where the nigga sings about a bipolar bitch. I just okay. feel really like seen. Um, and then he has one with Chief Keef on there. I think it's all I the knew parties. You, was like that you one. know that's my baby. I like knew that was is like my that fucking one. baby. So there's that one, and then the one with Lil Yachty. You know I love Lil Yachty. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. Um, I would say I had to get my list out because you know I don't be knowing the names of the songs. Bahamas Promises definitely probably my top one. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Picasso is really good. I love a, like a Drake when he just like you know be on his Drake shit. Yeah. Um, what else? 8 a.m. in Charlotte. I do like that one. Okay. Um, let me see. Let me see. I do also like what was the other one with? I like Gently with Bad Bunny. <laughs> with that the bad beat accent. Is, the beat is like <laughs> really good. I'm like it just made me want to party. And then I like Rich Baby Daddy. Oh yeah, of course. I like that one. Um, you get like a like a um, what's that '90s uh, vibe mm-hmm. that we had? Mm-hmm. What what is it? Like Freaknik. Yeah, you get like Freaknik vibes. Yeah, like I, I like, like that, that one. Mm-hmm. And then having sexy red ants is on. Yeah, song, I, was I was like, like oh, and I don't even dichotomy. like sexy red like that. But it oh, was I just you. The voice made it give it like big booty hole. Like I just so if you had to energy. pick one for your MySpace, um, what would if it I be? had to pick one, I would probably pick Drew. I'm gonna do Bahamas Promises because next week I'm probably gonna do Drew Picasso. Okay, so yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, that's it for this show, guys. Episode six is officially over. Yes. Thank you for um vibing out with us. Mm-hmm. It was nice to be able to um get through the episode without having a meltdown. Yes. So um. Yeah. Thank uh, y'all for listening. Thank y'all for checking us out. Make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all comment, leave a review, all that good shit. And we appreciate y'all. Just spilled my drink all over. Yeah, we out. (laughs) (laughs) We out. out. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. I got a napkin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. This is why.